0: In this episode of social media secrets, we're going to talk about what to do when you find yourself stuck in a slump. Now, before we go any further, I want to make something super clear. It is perfectly normal to find yourself stuck in a slump a few times a year, but especially in the summer. When it's hot, and when kids are out of school, and there's less stuff to do at times, Um, summer's a really weird time because when we were kids, we were literally programmed to play we were programmed to go do sports. We were programmed to go keep ourselves busy at the park. We were programmed to do crafts. We were programmed to take care of ourselves while our parents worked. And so because that was a part of our programming for almost 18 years. It's really really difficult to mentally shift to this idea that we still have to be productive humans over the summer. Um I'm I know I'm not the only one who deals with the summer slump. But today I'm going to share with you a few things that can be really helpful when you still got to get work done and you are stuck 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 in that slump, okay? So whenever I find myself in one of those slumps, it can happen other times than just summer to be clear. I like to give myself a challenge. Um, I'll think about like what it is that I know I need to be doing. For example, for me, it's creating consistent content that supports other people, mostly value-based content. And I will give myself a challenge. So for example, you may know already, I am in the middle of a 60 day experiment, 60 days to a million new followers. And The purpose of that is to get momentum going in the summer months when all i want to do is go and lay out and get a tan and drink you know green juice by the pool like that's all i want to (laughs) do so challenges can be a great way to push yourself to get something done each day that you know you need to get done. Um, A few other things that have been really, really helpful for me whenever I find myself in a slump, one is to gamify a process in small ways or in bigger ways. So for example, I use a tool called Todoist. That's like to-do list without the L. And Todoist is really great because it's a free tool where i can type in the things that i want to do each and every day and i leave this this site open all the time so i leave the site open and i'll post in there podcast every single day and basically every single day it's going to repopulate that onto my to-do list to remind me like yes i need to do this thing and there's little check boxes so it's a gamification and really it's fun to have a digital checklist where you can check them off and then they repopulate the next day. Or you can put every Wednesday record a YouTube video and it can just help you to keep on track, especially if you just keep it open on your desktop and reference it throughout the day to kind of push you to go a little bit further. The next big thing that I am a huge fan of that's been really helpful is reward-based incentives. And those can be small or those can be big. So for example, I'm a huge fan of, like, candy. (laughs) I love candy so much. And so you can put out a bowl of Jelly Bellies or Swedish Fish or something like that and reward yourself when you get your big six things done for the day. You can reward yourself for each one, or you can reward yourself when you finish all of them. So this is pretty neat. Um, It's a good way to, like, literally generate a dopamine hit when you complete a task that can help to kind of set off the the reward cycle in your brain i'm a huge fan of that process on the flip side the big rewards can be awesome like when i publish 50 youtube videos then I am going to go get my favorite book series or I'm going to get the new book covers. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to buy myself a new outfit. When I publish five lead magnets, I'm going to go get that cowgirl hat I've been wanting. And so those bigger rewards can incentivize you for the big things and then you can reward yourself for the small things in the meantime. When you're in a slump, you need to give yourself grace. Do not expect yourself to go from literally the doldrums doing nothing to suddenly being the world's most productive person. I repeat, do not expect yourself to go from producing nothing to suddenly being this super production machine. That is a great way to set yourself up for failure. And in fact, as I've been going through this 60 day challenge, I am layering on each and every platform with The intention of growth. If I tried to do every single one excellently from day one, I know for a fact I'd burn out, especially with new strategies that I'm trying. But instead, I'm like, okay, if I can start with a couple of platforms trying these new things and producing, cool. And then I'll add another layer, another couple of platforms, and then another couple of platforms. Like Slowly work your way up so you don't literally go into shock and burn out. Burnout is a dangerous thing in our industry. Now, something else that really helps is to change the environment in which you are working. We've probably all heard this, but I'm going to share with you a couple of my personal favorites. Number one, I am a huge fan of doing like my light mobile TikTok editing when I'm on a walk. So I get to be outside safely on a sidewalk, not walking on the road or where cars can hit me. And it just gives me a change of scenery. It gets my blood flowing, etc. It is so nice. Another great place could be um, I have a little wood bath. A shelf thing so I just stretch it across the bath and you could do your work in the bath which is a really fun uh, environment as long as you don't get too sweaty don't record your videos in the bath to be clear that is not what I am saying Um, Sometimes it can be nice, as long as you can find a shady spot, to go and create and produce outside, as long as you can find a shady spot with wind. Uh, Anyone who says, like, I'm creating all my content by the pool, and they show a picture of their laptop in the direct sunlight, I instantly know that that person is not telling the truth. Because if you've ever tried to work even on a phone in direct sunlight, Devices overheat. The the brightness is too much. You can't see your phone or your device, but sometimes you can find a really nice shady spot under a tree to just get a little bit of extra work done. Now, here's one of my favorites. This one will not necessarily apply to everyone, but if it does apply to you, awesome. Some people are amazing at multitasking. Um, I love multitasking. So I am a huge fan of putting on my favorite shows in the corner of my screen while I'm working on work that feels like heavy or frustrating work. So for example, I just watched, I think four or five seasons of Outlander while getting my work done, and now I am re-watching Revenge, and it's really nice because it's just playing in the background. It's something I've seen before, so I don't have to pay super close attention. And on the side of it, I've got the work that I'm doing. But it kind of feels like a nice little, you know, dopamine hit while you're also doing the stuff that feels kind of heavy. It's kind of like digging, digging uh, holes. It's not super fun. So those are some of my favorite strategies. By the way, I have a pretty powerful mindset motivation manifesto. And you can check that out at rachelpeterson.com forward slash podcast and get that totally for free. I think it's really helpful to just kind of see it every time you look at your desktop, see it if you are, you know, your phone is locked and kind of remind you like, okay, yes, I can do this. I can, I know I can. I was made for this. I'm super excited. So I'll catch you guys in the next episode of social media secrets. Bye for now.